0: Good? Yes. Mike's welcome to the Spark of Madness Podcast. Uh I'm Matt. That's Aaron. Or, oh, that's, that's Ben. Ben.
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> Aaron is at the controls. Um Ben, can you get that
2: toilet paper out of the shot? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> had a little clean uh, up on his way over. Sure. Uh, <laughs> he had an accident.
0: <laughs> we really were going to start this off with like, hey, bam. introduce ourselves and try to hey, tell energy. people what Whoa. we're doing. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Ben. I'm Aaron. Um, that's a good song. No, Aaron. so we, we, we kind of talk about movies every week uh, for the most part, and- um, Sometimes we have a little uh, gimmick, but this is kind of our standard episode where we're, we're going to go through the good, bad, and ugly of a whole uh, movie, and this week we're doing Groundhog Day. Amazing. Uh, because tomorrow is Groundhog Day. <gasps> what? It's almost like we planned it.
2: Wow. Whoa. Incredible. Incredible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys ever think about like when the groundhog sees a shadow? I used to think it was real when I was a kid. On what grounds? What? on the hog of on the, the hogs grounds <laughs> nailed it well uh, <laughs> uh, low hanging fruit uh,
1: what do you mean like, did, you, explain did, you, did, you, did like, you
0: think that the shadow thing was real when i was real? little like did you think it was real like why would you why was that even a saying i don't know that i ever questioned it
2: directly but i always thought but why
1: i saw a claymation movie that was done by the, the same guys that did rudolph i think uh huh that tells the whole story of the brown hog scene the shadow and I think it was v- voiced by the guy who was uh, who voiced Scuttle the the seagull from Little Mermaid. What's his name? Uh, don't Buddy know. Hackett. Buddy Hackett. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I haven't seen a Little Mermaid a since I cut. was like four. He's in the Love Bug too. Herbie the Love Bug. That's a good movie too. Oh yes. <laughs> Have you seen Herbie um, Fully Loaded? Nope. I think we should review that. But I've seen the toilet fully loaded. <laughs> As you put the toilet paper exactly well back done. where it was. Well
1: <laughs> I'm on a roll. <laughs> 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 All right. See,
0: Matt, we're better without a script. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have tried. I really, really shouldn't Based have tried. Mr. Herman. <laughs> All right. Um... So Groundhog Day. Um, let's just jump right in. Yeah. Well, on the wet walk, on the w- way over here, Ben and I were talking. Um, I feel like this should almost kick off as a, a Hall of Fame episode. That then we just yeah. move yeah. into talking about the it's movie. Hall of Fame. Like, I will we have vote unanimously uh, this, agreed. This is unanimous unanimously agreed.
2: You're going to Hollywood, baby. All right, <laughs> inducted. Yeah, inducted. Uh, inducted. We met Dragonheart. Brothers Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it. have a graphic for Damn. inducted yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, we
0: should, yeah. <laughs> should probably get on that. You're going to accidentally play the inducted when we're <laughs> when we don't mean to. We should have like the, well,
1: yes, it's it's what I do. We, has, we should have the championship sequence of when you beat Mario 64. You know, when and they're they're one, two, three, and just put like movies instead of them on it. But, right. Yeah.
0: Cricket. So we I'm not sure what you mean. We Nicole. have now immediately inducted the movie. So usually we end up with why you should watch, why, why, like should Guilty. you go or should you go watch this movie? Like would we recommend it? <laughs> so obviously we do. It's so it's not let's, a question of should. Let's just jump in and try and defend it. It's um, a question of when. Uh, and how many times? What's the yeah. first thing that kind of stands out to you guys
1: for Groundhog Day? Bill Murray. Yeah, yes, Bill I Murray. I mean, that's to to me, buddy boy, it's probably the best Bill Murray movie.
2: It's up there, if if nothing else. And second is what about Bob? It's, it's a, it's, what about Bob? Yeah, what about Bob's great? Bob, I've only Bob, seen Bob, it Bob. once, but I want to see it again. What about Bob? Yeah, I've only seen it once. Wow, I it was good. I movie. liked it. Doctor Marvin, Doctor Leo Marvin.
1: <laughs>
0: see, I don't remember that. Hmm. <laughs> so, what about Bill Murray? Because I I read <laughs> about Bill I read in this mo- I read for this movie that Tom Hanks and Michael Keaton turned it down before they went turned to Bill Murray. And they chose him over other people because he had like a Tom Hanks like kind quote, of
1: a darkness to him. Tom Hanks, I believe Tom Hanks quoted uh, Harold, Harold Ramis, who was the director of this film, probably his best family ever directed. He directed Caddyshack, but he also which Caddyshack is more of a goofy movie. Yeah, yeah. Caddyshack's yeah. Movie. not that completely. great They're, past it, the first half hour. It, it's it's okay. It is what it is. Everybody who every jock loves it because they don't like to think. But um <laughs> wow, bombs <laughs> dropped. Wow. Well, Dude, i mean, should we could, like well, transition early, early to a whole year, episode about year, Our professional football team uh, made fun of groundhog listeners. day and people were like, "Oh, this like and listen to sports talk radio that like, they don't understand groundhog day." And it's like, Cuz you're stupid."
0: Anyways, but um shots fired. I know. Uh. we lost our one viewer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Football Robbie, come back. I love Caddyshack. Um But I like C- Caddyshack's an enjoyable movie and and the person that makes that movie is uh is uh Bill Murray. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No For no, me it not is not at all, not at all. It's it's um it's uh, Ronnie Dangerfield that makes Well, that he's movie. good. No, too. it's all Ronnie Dangerfield. I, but Caddyshack okay. is a
0: lesser Bill Murray pairing with a rodent than this movie.
1: Yeah, and, and, and Harold Ramis. Uh, yeah, that's, I got what you're saying. Keep going. Harold
0: the, Ramis directed what, that too. What's the
1: difference too? between
2: a woodchuck and a groundhog? Oh, you got me there. Rise and shine, woodchuckers. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold out there. It's cold out there
0: every day. Well, obviously, a groundhog has supernatural. Weather predictive
1: powers. I've seen
0: how could a, I forget?
1: A woodchuck or something. Some,
0: 13. As I admitted earlier, that I fully believe because this movie is also about the environment. Uh,
1: wow.
2: <laughs> it's, it's powerful how the well, best here's, movies here's come a, back here's a to that.
1: Question that uh, that I have How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? I'm going to mute wood- your mic now. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> All right. So Harold Ramis directed this film. <laughs> All right. Oh, back we're back on, on track. track. Stay on target. Uh, Harold Ramis directed this film. He also, if you people who don't know who Harold Ramis is, you've seen him in Ghostbuster, Ghostbusters. He's Egon. So him and Bill Murray have been paired together. So he's mean. also the cameo of the, of the doctor in this film, yeah, yeah. Uh, examining him. But he's he he's directed more than he's acted in. But
2: uh, and you know what? For those of you who don't know Harold Ramis, uh, you might remember a little movie called Year One. Oh Bambo. Oh. <laughs> He's not the, like everybody, everybody. Why would you bring that up? Everybody, yeah.
1: everybody. Teach makes the controversy. Their, that's true, but everybody has their AI. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Stevens Billberg. Uh, but he, what was he also in? Is it Stripes? Stripes. that's another Bill Murray? Isn't it? But wasn't that's that? Bill were Murray. they meant Harold Ramis and him? Maybe I don't know. Anyways, I don't know. But anyways, anyways. So this was a pairing of Harold Ramis, Tom Hanks. This is where my point was. Yeah. Tom Hanks said to Harold Ramis. It wouldn't work for me because people. So the whole this is kind of like an Ebenezer Scrooge kind of Christmas story, you know, in in a way. In February,
0: which Bill Murray also made a movie. He was, he
1: was, was, (laughs) wow, Uh, he's done it all. He has, but the, uh, but when Tom Hanks was offered the job, I believe he was quoted saying something like this: that people wouldn't believe, people would believe that I would turn be good. You know, they're they're like, but with Bill Murray. There's that hint of doubt. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Which makes it more endearing, you know. I, I
2: don't know if anybody else thinks this, but for me Bill Murray in any movie he's in, it's he's always got this Bugs Bunny with chronic depression vibe mm-hmm. and I I really like that. <laughs> Even in Space Jam. He <laughs> that he that is out the Bugs perfect Bunny, Bugs description. Bunny. Yeah. That could yeah. not be a better description. And I could not be more smart. Thank you.
1: <laughs> However, the bad thing about this movie with Harold Ramis, it was the it was after this movie it was a bad experience for Harold Ramis and then they clashed a lot it was actually a difficult movie because I, I think Bill Murray was just in read, some kind of uh, weird he, he got state of his life he divorced or something and he, he, he was, took it out on their bales he, yeah. which you wouldn't have known the way that they, they acted in this movie so it was a hard an shoot for Harold Ramis well it, it severed their friendship for years until Harold Ramis died and he saying he regretted doing that, you know what I mean?
0: I sure as heck if regret hating you. <laughs> but it was, just, it, was, it was just
1: a bad... He made it real difficult, which is
0: unfortunate. He just walks up the casket, m- bing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's so bad. <laughs> All right. Did he buy life
1: insurance from
2: you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the people who watch the movie, you'll get that reference. Oh, yes, anyway, so like the that's movie. the thing. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's a... what rea- The strength of the movie is both... It's kind of threefold. The concept, which we can get into... And then it really is Bill Murray's performance mixed with Harold Ramis's directing and how it's cut and structured. It's cut very well. Like how it's the movie itself is the pacing and how it kind of scaffolds you up to like understand, like quickly understanding what's happening, quickly then seeing his Bill Murray's arc and then his plight feel that sense of like just desperation and. uh, helplessness of his situation and the existential crisis and mm-hmm. then that upswing again like that kind of, kind of like pacing all the way lives. through is perfectly well, that, done
1: that's what like it's funny now that like I was telling you like I, I just re, we watched I watched it fresh right over here and I've seen it more than anybody else in this room I probably, probably but I'm
2: probably second place
1: i have probably seen it more than 50 times you know I saw it probably first. up to like 30. I saw this in theater as a kid what yeah. 1993 1994 93 1993 this came out I saw the urban theater in Irvington Indiana uh, which is doesn't exist anymore, but it's old Dollar Theater that with my older siblings, and it was just such a wonderful experience. But but besides that, I watched it over and over and over again. You know, we watched it so many times, and it's really rewatching so good. <laughs> but the magic of this movie uh, to me is the editing. Oh my God, yes. And I don't, I don't know anything about the Oscars because I was too young to think about it, but it should have been nominated or, or at least awarded. Um, for best editing, was, le- I think you flipped those. Well <laughs> I, I realized at that, the very least it should it, have
0: won, but yeah, if yeah. it got nominated,
1: but yeah. well, there's a lot of movies that didn't get nominated that should have won best picture. Oh yeah, sure. You sure. know, like a lot of movies, like Blade Runner.
0: Yeah,
2: but this movie's editing is yeah it, exceptional. The subject yeah. of a movie with where you see the repeating scenes over and over yes. and over. Yeah, that's what we that we're you're not yeah. be bored. Death. For you're a movie.
1: not you're not bored with it, yeah. And here here's the thing today. This is if they wouldn't make Groundhog Day today, they would have some kind of special effect of something showing the transition or something. Some kind of they add too much to it. It's like no, 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 no. You don't need all that. You know, mystify like it, it. Well, they they depersonalize it. Well, I mean, you when know, you show things, you demystify them. That's true. Oh yeah, demystify. Yeah, exactly. You know they. they they would get, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, they would take away from what the point and the feeling of this movie would be about. With like the special, there's no special effects other than the car exploding and the stuntman. That's clearly a stuntman. Yeah. But, but, but <laughs> jumping out the building. What a stuntman. Yeah. yeah. But in, in slow motion. It's funny because, like, it's funny watching this movie. Like, I don't even have the Blu ray of this, I have the DVD of it, and I watched it on my big TV, and I'm pretty close to it. And there's a long shot of them talking, like, They're not even moving their lips. Like, like it's funny how movies are. are, Yeah, it's
2: funny. In those days, they did a lot of editing room saving of scenes. You Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. So, Aaron, you said Bill Murray right off the bat. What? So I know you
0: said he's Bugs Bunny mixed with with depression, but what specifically in
2: this movie makes? uh, Well, he's so relatable because he's got that um, that uncertainty to his character because everybody's like that. Man, get that toilet paper out of the shot. That's, that's all I have to say about him, is that he's in, entirely relatable in this movie. I think he's got something for everybody. And that's, that's
0: all there is to it, really. I will say, yeah, as he kind of mixes in um, timeless humor, I think, where oh, yeah. it's not... It's not topical. It's funny, it's funny, uh, and you also clearly get that he's an asshole, mm-hmm. but it's not in a... Um, Over-the-top stupid way. Where you can't... like still relate to him. Like he's not like a villain almost, like villainous comedy. Uh, So
2: I think, yeah,
0: and his performance is really good in that regard. He Um, says what we're all feeling from time to time. And then once he (laughs) figures out the loop he's stuck in, it almost feels like his natural, both his natural inclination as his character, he's an asshole. So he starts in one place where he wants to take advantage of the situation. and Like he doesn't care. Uh, like that makes sense for his character, but it also makes sense for us as the audience. Like I feel like that is well, that is our first thought. Riddle. Is like I can take advantage of the like that's almost a human condition.
1: It is okay. So <clears throat> I'm gonna get on a long rant here. Or long Please rant. go. Do, Do it. you want to lay down? I will lay down. As Chekhov know. said before the long winter. No,
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right, well this done. He made he made a smart reference. Um,
0: so as I watch this now, because if someone I'm, in the comments wants to explain that reference to me while Ben's
1: talking, I'll, okay, we'll keep an eye on it. You, right. k- you go ahead. Um, <laughs> as I'm, you know, I'm 33 now, and I've seen this movie a million times. And, and this is what's good about good movies is when you watch it again, the point of your life, you see you see, you see a different perspective of it. You see something. Like, it's like a Disney movie. You go watch a Disney movie like your little kid. And you love all the stupid stuff in a Disney movie. But then you see the adult stuff that relates to the adult. Different tiers of your life, you see things that you didn't see before that were the same things you're seeing. Anyway, so at 33 and, and you know, living and you know, having more life experiences in this life and going through you know, your own, everybody has their own personal things they're going through. This movie like, was like, wow, this movie is better than I thought. And I always loved it, but it's better than I thought because it's basically all about the human condition and to me like it, it shows the selfishness of, of so he, he like, basically it's it's what it's what a, a metaphor should be not hand fisted like mother it's it's, it's, it's like, this is very subtle but but well it's it, just to quickly add like it's it's kind of a sci-fi idea
0: mm-hmm. um, of being stuck in a loop that could have you know you could have You could have framed this kind of story in like a Twilight Zone or Mm -hmm. a future, or in the like, you could have framed it a million different ways that seem to us now in modern times seem more natural, but they frame it in a way where he just wakes up in this bed and breakfast at in, in this little town for Groundhog Day over and over. And there's no like, there's no other explanation. You're just doing that. It's, it really is a human story. It's a condition. sci-fi story
1: that is very much human. It's all about the Sorry. human condition. They, they, yeah. it, it, speaking of a sci-fi story that, that's Groundhog Day, uh, that Tom Cruise movie, it was fun. Lived I Repeat. What was it called? Uh, the Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Which is like, they took that, but it wasn't about, it was about the mission rather than the, the human condition. Yeah. So where this movie works, it's like, it's the hum- it, it t- talks about the human condition, the existential crises, crises that we all face. Um. And explains it really well. So here, here's how I'm gonna explain it to me. So at the very beginning, he's selfish, he takes advantage of things. Uh, he, he, he's he's really cynical. He's really cynical, and he's like, I can control them. I'm gonna control these things, you know, I'm gonna take advantage yeah, of other people, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have a one-night stand with this with this woman, I'm gonna do all these different things. But he feels the emptiness of that. You know, like in a metaphor, that's what life is, you know, like you tried taking advantage of uh, the of people, you know, one night stands and things like that. It's very, it's, it's self-destructive. It, like you, like it's empty. It's like eating a Twinkie. You feel really guilty after you, eat, you <laughs> ate it. It's like, why did I eat this? Like, there's no point. It's very self-destructive. So he, he realizes that. And then he find, sees someone he really loves and he tries the same tactics of, you know, like he thinks this is what love is. Kind of like manipulate, like, Manipulation, try to do something like I'm going to you know, know so much about you. That not, I'm not being genuine, and yeah. And so the film explains this is not genuine. This is not love. And like he even play the song. It's not real. You don't know me. You don't know. You don't know her. You don't know yourself. Yeah. So, you know, you, you're empty. And then he sees the depression of it all. You know, he comes to like it's like it's like it's like he's like middle aged now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, he he he's like, oh my god, I thought, you know, the the the. I thought the world differently, you know, Now and, and like he sees the depression. He doesn't want to do anything. He commits suicide at some point.
0: Yeah, he's, and he says he's tried every possible method.
1: And the thing, yeah. And he's killed himself so many times, you know, yeah. and, but then he kind of, you know what? Instead of taking advantage of and controlling people, I'm going to better myself. I'm going to better myself. I'm going to. Or try to escape like
0: the, un, like this uncontrollable that's true so but he tries but, to but, take control but also how to make the what best he of can it. right
1: exactly. how to take advantage of it in a good way yeah you know so he learns how like, to the, the piano he learns this he helps other people like mm-hmm. he physically helps other people and it's making him a better person mm-hmm. he's selfish and self uh and selfless at the same time you know you can't be anybody this is getting real deep now. You can't be anybody. Jeez, dig deeper. Keep going. To anyone. Deeper and deeper. If you don't love yourself and don't and don't treat yourself and care about yourself as you would treat anybody else, you 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 like there's no foundation to that. And so he he gets better and gets better and he really he's getting it. You know, he's getting it, but he's not trying to get out. He's trying to take advantage of this situation, which is life. We all have our circumstances that we're in. But if you if you learn how to better each day, make a positive situation out of every day and tackle life and really work on yourself in a good way so that you're good to other people, you become who you've been searching for and figure out what life's all about. Mm-hmm. And so when he figures that out, when he truly is not taking the man, when he truly loves somebody, you know what I mean? He's not perfect. You know, they, they show the flaw of it. That's when the cycle ends. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's where the, ha- the happy ending is like. That's what. So it's a, it's a metaphor for what life. I don't know if they intentionally did that. Maybe they did. Oh yeah, but they it's had, but yeah. it, that's what makes this film brilliant. And, and and along the way, it's pretty funny. It's not like I'm gonna snort sh- my nose funny. It's really cynical funny. It's really it's real funny.
0: Yeah, there's it's a you metaphor- lot of
1: really funny stuff. And, and, yeah. So like, it, but- so that's that's what I ha- my takeaway now at 33 of, of, of the movie is. That was deep, dude. Thank you, okay. thank you. I got a few errands to run. No <laughs> No, I think, I think
0: you're. I think what puts this movie, whether in, as intentional uh, or unintentional as it was, in, uh legit, uh, legitimately, um, I think what pushes this over the top is that kind of exploration of existential. I mean, that's why I made the lower third. eye, being, mm-hmm. therefore, I am, because I nice wanted to like line. call out some sort of philosophy <laughs> reference. Needle nose Ned, yeah. Ned the head. Ned the head. I uh, got uh, what did he get? got shingles senior year. Um, <laughs> Almost <laughs> didn't graduate, but uh, you know, they, they kick off this once he f- the first time he's in the loop, and he figures there's uh, no consequences. There's that scene of him in the bowling alley with those two guys, yeah. the two drunks. And, uh, are Lila's like, point of view. You look like a glass half empty kind of guy. And, you know, thinking about, you know, yeah, he's a very cynical, pessimistic person and he seems unhappy with anything. Uh, in contrast to, um, and probably Andy th- McDowell, uh, her character. Yeah. What's her name in the movie? Uh, Rita. Rita? Rita. Rita's character is so, like, s- like overly sunny, optimistic. She's sickeningly sunny. We, we can talk about that. But then there's that line of, like, what would you do if you were stuck in the same day over and over? Nothing matters. And one of the guy goes, he's like, well, that's that's pretty much every day. And it's like, yep. All right. This is is where we're starting. (laughs) And then you see that progress. And I was really glad you brought up like him trying to control stuff because I, there are two things I started to connect with in this was that on top of this being a very human story for like a kind of a sci-fi concept, uh, there's that obvious thought of him trying to control something that is so uncontrollable. Mm-hmm. And in his case, it's like, it's such a narrow or it's such a limited scope of like what he can control. Cause it's the same day over and over, same people in the exact same starting point. Like how much can you really do? Yeah, He's trying to like make that his fulfillment. It's so hard. Uh, but if you broaden that, like you can obviously scale that up to like our lot, li- like we're here for a finite amount of time and, what can we do? Like as you were talking about, but I really thought it was interesting. And what we, when we were watching the last couple minutes on our before we came mm-hmm. over here, I was like, oh my god, that's that's my whole thing uh, about this movie, uh, is when he snaps out of it. I didn't really think about it until this very most recent watch was that like he kind of is like, I don't care. Uh, this moment is perfect right now and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And just like accepting that like on a moment to moment basis in the present, regardless of past, mm-hmm. future, Live and in any other, it, like, yeah. based on how uncontrollable, chaotic, impermanent everything is, like, Best trying to appreciate just even like this second right now is good. That's and I, like, I can make it good leading up to now, but I'm going to appreciate it. And then that's kind of what that, is the difference. And that sums up the metaphor for life. Yes. You know, and I release. think that's a really like, they didn't, it's not ham fisted. Mm. And it's also um, not, it's a delicate way to communicate something that seems obvious, but really it like, this is kind of a nuanced take on, like, appreciate the present. Like, it's a little bit mm-hmm. different um, in how they communicated it. So and, I think that's what makes this movie really uh, special compared to others. Absolutely.
1: And and the, to pick the most mundane holiday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> another aspect. yeah perfectly for it. You know what I mean? Like, the most mundane I'd holiday in the middle day. of the winter. You know, if this was in Christmas or Valentine's Day, it wouldn't it would work. You know what I mean? It's just Groundhog Day. You know, the worst holiday. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying, like, I but that's know. The, I'm just saying, Pennsylvania in the winter. Well,
0: that's a good. Know. That's a good way to like kind of bring Rita and Annie McDowell into this. In that, yeah, and that, that's sort of like Bill Murray's, and I would think, ours and most people, like Groundhog Day. Who cares? It doesn't mean yeah. anything. But people celebrate it, and they love it. And, it and her character is this just beacon of. They love it. This is great. That's so great that they love this thing. It's yeah, like, it's so
1: contradictory to like my default. <laughs> like, Morons,
2: <laughs> your bus is leaving.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the Groundhog <laughs>
2: Like the Groundhog Bill.
1: That guy was. Uh, the, the, so the guy who plays. This is a reference, but the guy who plays the. Uh, don't drive on the road. Like the, I shouldn't be driving, and that guy too. Like like yeah. the Grand Hogville, Yeah, he's <laughs> in a, a Disney movie called Blank Check. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> He's the limo driver that becomes his <laughs> friend. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've seen that. That's his that breakout role. Wow. I think, blank check.
0: So I'm gonna hear y- cut is much deeper, but this is something we re- realized <laughs> Which, was that uh, you know the the couple that gets the WrestleMania tickets, uh-huh. the guy is Michael Shannon, like a very young Michael Shannon. Probably like in his teens or 20s. (laughs) He's like,
1: all right, man, WrestleMania! WrestleMania! And
2: he's like, I will find him! (laughs) (laughs) Superman, anyone? Yeah. No? Okay. Um, That was
0: a cool movie. Yeah. uh, The best. (laughs) What did you guys think of Rita? I thought, I know we started, Aaron, you were like, oh, she's almost sickeningly positive.
2: Yeah, everybody knows someone like that. I mean, I know people like that at work. Every day they're like really happy to be there, and it's disgusting. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you have learned nothing from this movie, Aaron. I I agree with you, though. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows somebody like that. They, they maybe it's a facade. Who knows? But they exist. What's a battle? It's like I. The, some people are so positive that I, I do not believe that they can be that way naturally.
0: Like they're projecting positivity yes. to, like to cover Like Fake
2: it till you make it sort of thing. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't trust people like that. They, tr- they can't you, be real. You trust the Bill Murrays in the world. Yeah. The people who tell it like it is.
1: I think you can be positive but also realistic Yeah. too. Um,
0: Which I think she is in this movie. Yeah. I would argue I think she is that way. She is. So- Cause she, she's they have that whole. Sli- okay. I
1: don't know, Ben. I mean, well, she's I'll, not in anything else, right? She's in, she's in some stuff, but I'm gonna explain this. Go like, on, go uh, on. She is. She was a model. Yes. That for L'Oreal or Revlon yeah. or something. And I think I was telling Matt there was a movie I believe that, like, before all this, a Tarzan movie, and she played Jane that they dubbed over her voice. Wow. Uh, with a British accent. Mm. But she wasn't. She's not a very like dynamic actress. But having said that she works really well in this movie yeah like in where and this this is the casting everybody top to bottom all the minor roles the old man the old man 10 out of like anything that the, with that moment mm-hmm. you know um the you know um, uh larry the the cameraman john Elliott, mm-hmm. uh bill murray's brother the mayor Even like the WrestleMania guys, like the old ladies, everybody from top to bottom,
0: yeah, everybody, and everybody gets kind of like a. You feel you're not just thrown into the story. Like you have, it's not just one scene. No, you know, like you kind of get, you 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 see them over and over.
1: Then this is what's hard with movies compared to, um, you know, a series, is that. They have a story. Obviously, there's there's there there's there's a timeline that they have. They're not they're not. They're not blank, you know. So the casting is perfect in this movie, and what makes the the acting good in this movie is, and what makes this a better experience for the audience, I I think, is that it's believable, like it's realistic. It feels genuine. It's Mm -hmm. not. It's like, for to me, for something, like to me, what works, something strange to happen, something supernatural to happen, the world has to be really believable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To get that. Okay, something is uh, it works, you yeah. know when the world is kind of supernatural itself and like nothing's kind of realistic and something supernatural happens there's like no stake to it. it's like a marvel movie, you know what I mean, like there's nothing real about a marvel movie yeah, you know? yeah i
2: mean if if you're in a supernatural world then what what's <laughs> what's the magic about something magic happening it's
1: hard to do and even though Batman like the Batman Tim Burton movie it's like supernatural there's still some kind of sense it's grounded a, a, a ground a little bit what really works is the original Superman you know what I mean like yeah. it's the, this world feels real and then Superman's flying in the air like that's that's what works Oh, well, I think what makes this
0: having seen it now this was 1993 it came out obviously a different time for movies but it was watching it Uh, Contextually, watching this movie look uh, in today's time with the context of like our current movie environment and the type of art and media that's being produced. um, I feel like we're living in a world of like either superheroes or antiheroes and or like, you know, art pieces that are Mm -hmm. not irrelevant, but like a little bit different. But in terms of like major movies those are our options. Whereas this is almost it's this is sort of both retro and also like wholly unique about somebody who starts as somebody we don't like, but we can all relate to, mm-hmm. and we oh, want I like them, them to the start. we want them to succeed versus we want them to get better, but not like to be a hero because that almost is almost unrealistic in this no. world. We want
2: to see him stumble.
0: Yeah, and so. But we also don't want him to be such an asshole, which is like in today's time, all of our shows are about existential antiheroes who are mm-hmm. pissed off, but we kind of can see ourselves in them, but we kind of want them to keep being jerks. Mm-hmm. This movie is like, we want him to be a good person in the end and, it's related- and learn a lesson
1: or, you know, like, well, there, there, there's a, there's a, like a, a little grain of the relatability in this character that connects you to him and bill murray is the perfect person yes yeah. you know i mean like there's he's i mean he's essentially playing himself maybe like when he's gone through divorce it works it works at the beginning of it it was believable like mm-hmm. how much he hates doing this you he's I mean? seen larry eat yeah <laughs>
0: mm. <laughs> would you help me with my pelvic tilt yeah <laughs> i really like that line that was a that's a pretty good line it was It's <laughs> you know, a pretty good joke
1: what's nice about this movie which is I think works for the movie. It's not. It was a low budget movie.
2: Other than you know, Bill Murray Pryor was the most expensive thing on it, probably. Well, I mean that giant clock that was probably really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. Crushing
1: people. Yeah, sure. There's the budget right there. <laughs> There's like fifty people like push in the stunt. <laughs> it was
2: probably like two feet tall. I don't know.
1: But what makes about this movie, which is like now you're you're saying about new movies that you know this movie was made today made today be overproduced. It'd be unrealistic lighting you know but it's beautiful it looks pretty but it would it, it would take you away kind of the flatness of the way this is filmed which is was still a little I bit of I wouldn't dimension.
2: say it's filmed flat it's just filmed naturally it filmed naturally they've shot in real places they kind of did the the Kubrick method where you don't do any exaggerated lighting and i think that what makes it better yeah. well and so here's what i was thinking here i i saw a note at the bottom
0: that's kind of relevant to this and it also made me think of another movie we did which was Cabin in the Woods, uh-huh. which is, you know, let's play off of, you know, kind of bigger tropes. It, it's a little bit different, but it's uh, it's kind of the idea of trapping people into this environment so yeah. that they can experience something that makes us think about something else in a different way. And in their case, it's they literally hit a force field that uh, keeps them there so that they can go through this... Uh, so you know this idea that you need to like oh why don't they just leave like because in this they're blocked case it's this like
2: big blue thing
0: why doesn't bill Mur- why doesn't bill murray just uh get on a plane or drive away or something or um you start to like question the rules And in that case, it's like, here is a big sci fi thing that explains it. And it's like kind of weird how that just showed up. In this case, it's It's a blizzard. It's a blizzard. And he literally can't leave. And he, you know, he does it once. And we (laughs) kind of figured out that he can't, like, you're on board. Like he's stuck here. Um, So I don't know. I think it's
1: that's a difference in that they kept it grounded. We believe it. Yeah. And even and like to me, because I, I, I was like, oh, you know, oh, wait a minute, there's a blizzard, but why isn't it blizzarding? You know, why there's so much blizzard in Punxsutawney right now? They mentioned that, like they mentioned, like say, like it's gonna, you know, it's coming out of the, it's gonna hit right out of side of Punxsutawney, but we'll get some stuff. So like, they covered that, you know what I mean? So like, they thought about like there's a lot, there's you know, there's you can probably find flaws in any movie, like anything, of you know? But like they, this was a very th- well thought out movie. It wasn't lazy writing. It wasn't lazy editing, it wasn't lazy shooting. It was like let's you know think about this and the pacing is perfect.
0: The one yeah. thing the one if we're if I had to say an ugly, the one uh and it relates to uh him uh playing with the rules. Oh yeah. I really wanted him I wanted to see what it was like if he stayed up all night. I did and like didn't just didn't go to sleep. I that's what I wanted to see. I one thought time. about
1: that. And I thought I'm glad they didn't. Because and I'll, I'll explain my point. Because like we okay, so if in a new movie they probably would have showed that and see what happened. You'd probably have some special effect or something that it would happen that would do something, and would take the charm out of it. Mm-hmm. To me, like just just having the simple magic of editing. The, the restraint from that is why I think it, 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 it made it work. I guess
0: yeah, almost immediately. Once you re- he re- he realizes and the audience realizes this is his his setup, you, if you keep like trying to like stretch the rules and figure out what is gonna be his way
2: out, they'll eventually break.
0: Yeah, or ju- yeah, it's just like you're focusing on the wrong it part. Yeah, this know, like what the movie should be about, and so just like eh, yeah,
1: he they, can't get out. Whatever. Maybe, I think they tried to do that though. Actually, he stayed up. He stayed up all night. He ended up just falling asleep. No, he didn't fall asleep. It's like three a.m. when he fell asleep. Well, no, before time. that, when he broke the pencil and looked at it, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. It was four a.m. that time. Yeah, but he kept looking at it. So they they should have just like if they just maybe did it with a cut. You yeah, know, that's that kind of what I wanted to see. But, but I think that, they man. I think that's what they tried to explain there. Sure. But they probably didn't execute it like if it was mm-hmm. five fifty nine, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's funny, I love that line, and that that was subtle. They didn't even show it. It's like she's she hears the click. And you're like, what's going on? And they explain it's midnight. Like, no, it doesn't happen until six o'clock. I mean, (laughs) that's that's, very funny. That's funny. Like, like it's not not your stereotypical um,
2: curse. Yeah, yeah. you know. He turned into a pumpkin or something.
1: (laughs) I guess the original idea when the writers wrote it, but they took it out, was that an ex girlfriend or somebody put a curse on him. Nice. A hex on it so they physically mm. show like someone do something. That's awful. But the way that the that's unexplainable and the subtlety of it makes it better.
0: Well, I heard there was also an iteration where he just was already stuck.
1: Mm. Like you did ah. see
0: him start off and then get stuck, Wouldn't which I, I think this is better. You have to show um, like that
1: because everything that he did, did this is what makes this is like, you know, our complaint about the, the last Jedi compared to this movie. I know they're two completely different movies, but they're but they're stories. They are? What? What are you talking about? They're no. stories.
2: The characters uh, one's about the environment, one's <laughs> not. <laughs> everything that he everything that
1: he did <laughs> one had a groundhog and one didn't. Okay. Yeah. I guess they're different. But everything he did, you didn't question. Like that's how you yeah. would probably react. You know, yeah. I mean, there was no like logic.
0: You're, right. you're not you're not hyper focused on the logic and the rules.
1: No, because you would like, right. the you're second right. day like I I wait a minute. You know, wait a minute. You, you would you wouldn't you'd be quite unsure, you know what I mean and then he just left. So like, yeah. And then the third day, he, he's like, "Oh my god, you know, you like, <laughs> the, you know, like he, he's it's that it's believable, mm-hmm. you know." I am a god.
2: I yeah. I'm not the god. I'm just a god. A god. Yeah.
1: I think. But like, <laughs> what makes a bad story is when because that's how, you, when you think question that. every decision. But this is why this movie is not a lazy movie. That's why the Last Jedi is a lazy movie, comparably writing wise, is because you think about this. Yeah. You got to think. Okay. 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 Logically, how like how would this make sense, and they. This was a well-thought-out movie, and there could be a lot of ad-libs, too, but like, can you imagine, you know, like, you had to shoot, like, every shot, every, like, repeat shot. Mm-hmm. Like One, one, you got to shoot multiple takes for the one shot, the organization of that, and two, the different setup, the different takes of those shots of different scenarios mm-hmm. during, the, during that day. The lighting has to be the same for the most part. Everything has to be the same. It didn't, like... That's a lot of, that's a challenge. Yeah. I wonder day how many challenge. days it took
0: to shoot. I don't know. But I have, would think if you were tight, you would almost have to have done it. A but month or less. Yeah.
2: But
1: the organization. Right. Of it, if you planned it right. Every yeah. shot to me, every, but it's simple. It's simple, but like it's in a basic organization of it. Every shot that they did multiple times, they had to do that in one day. I would think so too. because the lighting would change so dramatically. Everything would like there was. There's so many variables that would change, that would mess take you out. Maybe they didn't. Maybe like they're just lucky and this is a great day that they shot it. But like even like with a little bit of snow, like and it could be. But they could, you know, that's off. Like little patches of things are off. You know, everybody in the right place. You know, at the same time. And maybe there are, there are. If you really look at it, like the cinema's in cinema the cinema sky, like you can probably find all the flaws in the movie. But like, yeah. if you saw something like that, it would take you out of it. So like I would I would love to see, read about how they like every the shot of it. Oh,
0: his, I would too. You know. Do you guys know how long he was sup- 10,000 cycles theoretically supposed to be in the loop? 10,000 Yeah, 10,000. 10, 10, 10, that no. was supposed to be like the So, one of the f- f- philosophical references, it's this isn't really f- f- the philosophical like there's Comparisons to like Sisyphus rolling the boulder up and it keeps rolling. Um, down. It's
2: related to Tool's 10,000 um, <laughs> <laughs> ten thousand days album.
0: Ten thousand hours, Malcolm Gladwell. To, like, tools. <laughs> to figure out how to do anything, be an expert. Uh, but no, like I guess Harold Ramis is a Buddhist. I think he's a Buddhist. Um so like Buddhist enlightenment, I think you need uh, ten thousand years to like move up like oh, yeah. a different level. So that's where that number comes from. I think Harold Ramis at one point said He thought it was probably like 10 years, but then later was like, yeah, it's probably more than that. And then there was this one website, I think it was Culture, who did, uh, they tried to break it down. Like this is the amount of time on average that someone needs to learn ice sculpting. And if you factored in all these other things about him in his daily life and then him timing himself, going to all these things, they came up with 34 years, which I think is probably a good number.
2: Long time to learn it's a lesson.
0: long time over and over.
2: What a waste of time! Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be cold. It's and gonna gray. be gray. It's gonna last you for the rest of your life. And it's Winter. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> like, that's, 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 there's so much. Thirty-four years but, of winter.
1: But that's poetry right there. I mean, that, that's talk that's, about
0: vitamin D deficiency.
1: But like, that's what you know, mother talk lacked about seasonal affective disorder. <laughs> but, but that's what that's what mother lacked. Like this is this is what it lacked winter. Well, no, it lacked. <laughs> Like true poetry, (laughs) yeah. You know, like like true wisdom and poetry. I'm not disagreeing. You know, and like, I wouldn't classify Groundhog Day as a comedy, and that's why I think it's highly underrated. Comedy is incidental in this movie. Oh, but it's funny. It's real. Yeah. And there's some really hilarious. First step is a doozy, and he's a little over the top, but it works. I liked him. Yeah, I did too. He's a good actor. The best part to me in that sequence. Other than him getting punched and, and hugged, you know, can you call him sick? I love that. I use that line to people a lot. <laughs> you know, I love that. You're like, oh, I got to go. The best part is when I think it was the third day. I'd love to stay and chat with you. Yeah. But I don't want to. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah. I think it was the third day. He stops and the other guy walks. Like the other guy, very subtle. It's such a visual, funny, hilarious part. He stops before he hits the puddle, and the other guy walks into the puddle. And he lets like, him go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just so dry. It's brilliant, and you know that's what comedy and is. It also yeah. reflects him, though. He's like starting to pick it up.
0: I see, I know I already know that something bad will happen, if but I'm not going to prevent someone else from experiencing we, it.
1: What the human condition,
0: right? Schottenfrida.
1: We, we fail. We do. We make mistakes, so that we learn. Not to make those mistakes again and better ourselves. You know, you can't be afraid of failure.
2: You know? If you're, if you're too afraid to fail, you're never going to be better. Well, you know what they say, Ben. Never try, never fail. hmm One for one. <laughs> well, and I
0: think what makes the movie... Because you could argue, like... They could have explored a lot of these ideas of him trying to get better and realize like and latching on to people. But I think where they went with the uh, him and Rita relationship throughout the movie was pretty good um, where it starts with him. Well, you set it up with him trying to like one night stand with Nancy over and over and just like wanting to spend, and Then it's like, oh, he kind of likes Rita and then he tries to... Um, manipulate her mm-hmm. into like hooking up with him because mm. he's desperate for like really I only have one her. night. You got it. please really hook up with any you go through that
1: slap montage. You don't know me. You know, you don't know you. Like it's like it's brilliant. You know, it's it's just it's it's it's, it's poetry. Yep. And then
0: just his um <laughs> George Lucas. He then like pivots to you know focusing on you know after his bottoming out and trying to save this guy, the homeless guy uh, to bettering himself and like appreciating Mm -hmm. his time here, whatever it means. And uh, for him Uh, and through that, he realizes like genuinely how much he loves her. Um, But what I think is interesting is like one of the thing, one of her, like her list of great things about her perfect guy. Like a lot of that stuff kind of feels into his decision. Like Oh, he's Me? going to play an instrument. Me? He learns how to play an instrument. I like all that stuff. A, I have kind a
1: great of... body and I sometimes go months without looking in the mirror. <laughs> 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 well, and then there's the
0: very specific one about uh, the perfect guy, too humble to know he's perfect. And yeah, at that moment, he's like, I'm, of course, I'm perfect or whatever. I don't know. And then it culminates at the very end with the uh, scene you know just the at the dance party when then they sell the they auction off the bachelors and it's like this culmination of all these great things he did and people coming up to him and telling him how great he is and then everyone's bidding on him bidding on him and how perfect he is and he's just like kind of sheepishly standing there and, uh like Sorry, all of those is, i i like movies that like set up a set up something at the start that then all plays through uh, in a subtle it's way. That's all
2: I ask of movies. Yeah,
1: and you know where? Okay, so you know why this works as a movie. You know, most movies today, you, you know, you, a lot of movies, just movies in general, have many characters. You know, and you have to have an arc or some kind of arc for them, and it's hard to do that. It's better to do that in a series. Everybody else is kind of the background in this movie, which works, which works, and it's all about him and his arc. You can really explore his arc. You know what I mean? I think that's what's b- the beauty about this movie is, like, it's really relatable. We really get to know this person, you know, and others
2: around him through him, through his perspective of him, not... The movie doesn't get bogged down by trying to t- show you too many people. No, but it works. Yeah, and that's that, what it, I mean. And it works. It, 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 it's... It's concentrated. We don't have to focus on but one arc. It's gold, Jerry. <laughs> it's, it's gold. But, yeah, it's just... Uh, it, to me, like, this movie is...
1: One of the most underrated movies ever, ever, you know. what I mean, like, it's like this. I, what won best picture or what was like nominated? I mean, like, I know this, like, it doesn't feel like it's like it's like you look at this movie, like that. This, this doesn't feel like a best picture. This is a comedy or this is a romantic comedy. I mean, like, it was no. the same year as Jurassic Park, it was, yeah. Schindler's List in one, probably. Well, there you go, <laughs> <laughs> Unforgiven One 1993. That's a good movie, too. Never mind. <laughs> But I think just, <laughs> just total retraction. But no, but I was, uh, but um, that's one of the first westerns ever won, right? But but uh, but this this movie is good. Like it's a good movie. It's funny, but it's it's um, it's a combination of like humor, uh, an artsy film. It's a, it's an it's an artsy film if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. And just, a good, you know, just a good movie. Like, like, it's like, with a happy ending. Not an Archie film where it's like... And they all die. With a moral. You mean, know, with, with with an arc and a moral. It's like, like, so, you know, someone made this today that made an two film. It's like nothing, like he would never escape.
2: Or it's just like, he doesn't learn anything, you know? Yeah, or it loses, like, a charm. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I mean, think- there can be a- examples of where... Uh, Obviously, learning nothing at the end is, is funny, but it's it's not going to work a lot of the time.
1: Well, it doesn't hold up. That's why this movie is timeless. Yeah. You know,
2: you have to have,
1: you know, I, I think, you know, s- some people who are artsy film snobs or just film snobs in general would, you know, say this movie is, you know, whatever, it's you know, it's Home Alone, it's it's, it's this, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not... It's Say funny. what you will,
2: but it's substantive.
1: But it's it's more than a comedy. It, 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 I don't even classify it as a comedy. It, it's a good movie. You know? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a... the charm, like you there's said. There's a place for... It's the bed and breakfast. The whole movie, is like the bed and breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> like, you know, I want to go... Like, that's
0: that's you really excited nice. excited for the festivities? Yeah.
1: Um, you probably can't spell.
0: <laughs> there's a... I think there's a place for, like, nihilistic stuff, nihilistic art, or, you know, to Yeah. give you that... Perspective,
2: but this um, shows you that the nihilistic part and transcending and, and how you how you that. can overcome it. Right, like, that's what I've always thought about uh, the nihilistic sense of um, things. Is it's it's what you think before you've gotten out of the time loop. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. It's,
1: it shows depression. It,
0: like this movie, it's suddenly... a, it's almost like a not. I wouldn't call it a comfort, but it's like a oh no, a, I don't want to. Crutch is even the wrong word, but it's, it's like something you want to lean on because that's the that's the thing that's like imp- it's cathartic. Like I'm I'm already miserable, so like here's this thing that reflects mm-hmm. back at me something I'm experiencing, and it's like yeah, this sucks, and that person knows what I'm feeling, and now we time don't really do know nothing. how to figure it out, but I can relate to them. Mm-hmm. Like this is like hey, I can relate to you. Uh, when even like in your darkest times and here's kind of like the upswing side of that and like even not not like a hypothetical or sci-fi way to uh, explain that as if like it's some far off uh, imaginative solution it's like Literally, all you have to do is pay attention in the moment and care about other people. And it's like, hey. And love, and love yourself. Right. And love yourself. Love yourself. You know, yourself. it's not. destructively. It's not mm-hmm. some uh, flighty th- uh, thought, you know. It's w- real work and every grounded.
1: And prove yourself to be a good person. And the rest will follow. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> Bing! <laughs> 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 All right, chance uh, of departure one hundred percent, Bucko. <laughs> sort yourself out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any other remaining thoughts? I mean, I, I've had kind of a journey on this movie as, as I've grown up because I've seen it like almost as many times as Ben, probably not as many, but a lot.
1: It, w- it was it was a staple in the Philippi, uh Oh sure. VHS when and we were on clear trips and stuff. Clearly and, in the Gallimore yeah, house. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was.
2: It's one of those movies, like Ben said. You, you take something away from it at different stages in your life, and uh, as as I get more in tune with like filmmaking and all that, uh, mm. early on when you don't know anything about filmmaking, it's just a movie. And this is great. Yeah, it's like this is funny. Oh, Bill Berry. Yeah, and... you're like the poor man's Robert Williams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he stepped in a puddle.
2: I don't think I would ever say that. Well, when I was a little kid, I get them <laughs> confused. Anyways, go on. Um, when you when you're when I was a kid. It just came to me as a good movie, and I enjoyed it. And then as you get older and learn things about movies and stuff, it, it becomes more apparent that this movie is so well done, but it comes off as uh, effortless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So oh, that's flawlessly executed word. that, it, that yeah. it doesn't even feel like it's trying. Yep. It's thoughtful. Yes, thoughtful. Thoughtful.
1: Like, it's like, you know, like, basically a metaphor for you know, for 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 life. You know, it's like I know. I keep we keep hearken, you know, back to that. But like like, if you're gonna try to be super smart with a movie or anything you make, it's never gonna be as mm-hmm. charming. Never gonna be as timeless. And like well, they didn't, they try, but not they didn't over try.
0: It's almost like the concept, and this is personally relevant, uh, like uh, graphic design user interface web design Less principles more. where it's like if you're noticing the interface at all then uh that's yes. not as effective like mm-hmm. people are paying attention to the wrong thing and this is one of those movies where we're not going to get bogged down in really creative shots or, or shot angles or get uh, clever with editing or mm-hmm.
2: special effects or different it's like, light. It's, it's like just computer w- graphics. You're like instead of having the audience say, "Wow, that's a great effect," they should say, "Wow, that's a dragon." Yeah. 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 Oh, there yeah. was effects
1: in this,
0: yeah. right? So you this, know. and I couldn't believe like how abruptly the the end kind of comes. The yeah, I mean, fanat- where he just wakes up and it's wor- it's all working. What like, else is like, there? You kind of feel it, but it's it's a brisk it. It's charming. Hour and a half goes by so quickly because you're so into the progression and the flow
1: of the movie and how it's communicated. You kinda you kind of you kind of at the point where it's like you're in this journey with him that you actually you feel like you feel in the moment you, yeah. and you don't care that if he gets out of it. Because you appreciate what he's going through. And when we don't care that he's gonna get out of it, that's when he gets out of it. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, I think that it's it's like that's what, that you had that feeling. Yep. You had that feeling like, whoa, he's out of it. Because you lived in the moment watching this movie. Right. And just like him living in the moment, living this the sure. story.
2: Wow, that's that's some great analysis. That's not bad for a quadruped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind <quite> angry. <laughs> Ten and two. Ten and Ten two. two. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. So, you like that one? That was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: Um, so this is in our movie hall of fame, all three of us. yeah, yes. Unanimous. All right. Unanimous. Inducted. you agree so too. Mm. Go see this movie tomorrow and... Uh, Hopefully, our um, fearless leader of the universe, Groundhog, will predict six weeks of spring tomorrow. I you know that's curious.
2: not how it works. No, you no, know,
1: but, that's but, you, not it? but you know, but you know what's funny <laughs> is six, I believe, six weeks from tomorrow is the actually calendar date of when the first day of spring is. Yeah, <laughs>
2: wonderful.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like he can't fake lose news. Yeah, fake, fake
0: news.
1: <laughs> this groundhog's like a San Diego weatherman <laughs> What an easy job <laughs> It could be winter anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> don't and It could be letting you out, like, really <laughs> Alright Thanks uh, for
0: uh, listening, watching everybody uh, We'll come up, I don't know what we're doing next week We'll figure it out
1: Put your little hand in mine oh, there
0: we go
2: <laughs> Come on. You, you Please tell me you stopped. I got you, this? going?